what is the deal everybody once again you are back for another episode of the sick podcast with the raiders recap make sure y'all are tapping on that like and subscribe button today man we're gonna keep going with our free agency coverage day three of it and uh you know i got a little game for us to play and uh we'll we'll, we'll talk about what the raiders are going have going on and what they got going on next so without further ado man let's play that theme music let's get into it turn up your volume because you're about to listen to the sick podcast raiders recap Jacob. Jacobs with running room right up the middle. Jacobs is on his way. The Raiders are going to win this game. The sickest Las Vegas Raiders podcast. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, sick. The deal, once again, is the sick podcast with the Raiders recap. And we are back for our day three of free agency coverage on the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, a lot has happened, man. A lot has happened. We got to talk about it. So before we get into anything, I would love to play a game with y'all. Let's play a game, a guessing game. And the name of the game is what the Raiders doing? That's the game. What in the fuck are the Raiders doing? All right. Let's start with the Darren Waller trade. If you have not heard, if you're living under a rock, Darren Waller has been traded to the New York Giants for just a third round pick, number 100 overall. Now, my immediate reaction to that, I was part of the crew that did kind of want to trade Waller when the Green Bay Packers came calling for a second round pick. He was already pretty hurt. Um, you know, he was missing some games and, and I felt like good value could have grabbed that second round pick. They end up keeping on to him for the entirety of the season. And now the price devalues. You feel what I'm saying? Now we go down from a second to a third. And I don't know what might have changed in this fucking scenario because even when they didn't trade him, Josh McDaniels, Ziegler, he's going to be a big part of the offense. He's going to be a big part of the offense. Even coming this offseason, I bet probably like two weeks, 15 days ago, Darren Waller's going to be a big part of this offseason. He's going to be a big part of what we want to do going forward. I don't know what the fuck changed. I don't know if it was all bullshit from the beginning because if it, look, if it was all bullshit, and what you're saying is that Darren Waller was kind of, sort of, in the future plans, but we we were able to move off of him. If that's the fucking case, why not get rid of him for a second-round pick at the time that the Green Bay Packers were calling for it? I mean, I mean, did you think that, you know, you'd be able to salvage some type of season, and then after that, you know, we, we go full gears rolling, but the trade just... The trade makes no sense, especially if you're trying to say that he will be a big part of of the offense going forward. Now you decrease the value one and and now you create another hole. Am I am I mad that Waller got traded in the football aspect, in the business aspect? Right. He missed a lot of games these past two seasons. We gave him that big contract. When Gruden was here, you know, we gave him that big contract. And ever since that big contract, he has played less and less and less. His snaps have gone down less and less and less. And we are not seeing and we haven't been seeing the Darren Waller that we were accustomed to seeing those first two years. You know, those first two years, this man was a top three tight end. Damn near, damn near 1B. You feel what I'm saying? Like he was that fucking good. But over these past two seasons, we have seen a decrease. And, and I don't know if it's 
the injuries catching up because I mean, like once you once you start piling up them injuries, especially in where he's getting them, you know, big long guy, long strider, uh, uh, pretty quick in spaces. So once you start getting them hip injuries, them them ham nagging hamstring injuries, I mean, you know, those shits are hard to hard to overcome and and hard for them to stay down. You know what I mean? Just look at a guy like like Julio Jones, big, strong, fast, you know, and he had a lot of hamstring injuries, dudes of that caliber, dudes of that body type. It's hard for them to keep those hamstring injuries away because you're so explosive, because because you strong, you you stride so long, you know what I mean? So maybe it was the injury concerns that they didn't, you know, they felt like he wasn't able to continue the way that we were accustomed to seeing um, you know, he is going on the wrong side of 30. Once the season opens up, he will be, I believe, 31. And I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to say that that's a, that's an end all be all, but at the end of the day, like he's still, you know, he's still on the wrong side of 30. So on the wrong side of 30, I, we have to sit there and we have to think how much production is he able to give us in the long term? Because that's what Ziegler and that's what McDaniels is sitting there talking about. They want to give everybody you know they want to give everybody a chance to prove themselves in the long term if you if we're not mistaken bro most of these contracts that they gave everybody besides the Devonte adams contract you can move off of from a year and i mean all those contracts from a year ago Derek carr you gave darren waller an extension you gave hunter renfro an extension the two of the three you gave an extension to are not on the team anymore Okay, the way they structured these contracts last year was basically we'll keep this group together. This not our group. You get remember that the the Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. That's not a Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler group. That's a John Gruden group. You know what I mean? So it seems as though they gave these guys that one year. Let's keep this group together. Let's give them this one year little prove it deal. What can this core do? What can they do? And if they can't do anything, and if we don't like the results, it seems like we're just going to move on, okay? Derek already gone. Darren already gone. I believe, okay, the way we're looking, you signed Jacoby Myers yesterday. You signed Philip Dorsett as well. I believe Hunter Renfro's on the way out. Don't get too attached to your Hunter Renfro jerseys. He might be on the way out because, I mean, the way it's looking, you signed, they signed their guy. Like I said yesterday in yesterday's podcast, this regime is going to sign guys they are comfortable with and they have worked with in the past. Every guy they have signed so far on the offensive side of the ball for Josh McDaniels has been guys he has already worked with in the past. Philip Dorsett was on the Patriots. Um, Jacoby Myers, of course, was on the Patriots. Jimmy Garoppolo, of course, was on the Patriots. You have signed many a guy that have already worked with this regime in the past, which leads me to believe these guys are only looking at their culture fits and they want to build the rest of this roster through the draft, through dudes. They don't have to teach new language, teach new verbiage, and they can get them and mold them day one. Is it a bad scenario? No. But the moves that you're making for this roster, right, are very head-scratching because we're sitting here and we're saying, or you're telling the fan base, right? Mark Davis, Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, you're telling the fan base, this isn't a rebuild. This isn't a rebuild, okay? My 
immediate reaction to that is then what the hell is it because if it's not a rebuild bro what you're all these moves you're making is making no damn sense you're telling me you're gonna make all these moves to compete where where like where are we competing it doesn't but you can't tell them you can't tell the fans it's not a rebuild and that's my pops by the way and it, yeah exactly we talk raiders all the time look you can't tell the fans that, like but at the end of the moves you're making do not constitute saying we're trying to compete because if you're trying look if you're trying to compete right i get it i understand you give away darren waller maybe the injury concerns are there but that makes no sense to get rid of darren waller if you're trying to compete that gives you every advantage you feel what i'm saying they probably gonna get rid of hunter renfro why would you do that if you're trying to compete now if you're trying to make the roster in your own image i understand and you have time to rebuild the roster in your own likeness then that's something else that's something else entirely but at the end of the day you gave Jimmy Garoppolo a contract that constitutes me. You trying to win either that or he's taking a mentorship role type contract because like I said previously, this contract for Jimmy Garoppolo, you can get out of within a year. You can get out of this contract after 2024. And if that's the case, if you can get out of this contract after 2024, are you sitting there saying we're going to draft a guy and we're going to build this roster around the guy we draft and jimmy is just the guy to write the ship until this rookie's ready that's a different story you know what i mean and if that's what you're trying to do cool the offensive side of the ball i'm still i mean you still got the best receiver in the league you still got the best running back in the league you fixed you fixed the o-line a little bit on that right side we're good we're rocking and rolling i love jacoby myers philip dorsett gives you a speed element you know what i mean so the the, the receiving core is right if you keep hunter renfro I love the receiving core even more, but if you get rid of them, then we're talking, uh, we're talking to church. We're talking to draft or, and, and all these moves that are being made. Okay. are constitute me. This, this is what it tells me too. Also, all these moves being made. This offense is going into a run first scheme. Like, yeah, everybody. Yeah. I mean, we were kind of run first already, but it seemed like last year they were trying to give Derek some, some freedom to do certain things. It didn't work out, whatever. You trade Darren Waller, one, because of the injury concerns, one, because he's on the wrong side of 30. But at the same time, scheme-wise, he's not a good blocker. You understand? Like, he's not a good run blocker. And if, you, if you're going to tell me you're going to sign Jimmy G, because Jimmy G ain't coming here to, to, to play no goddamn air raid offense. I'm sorry, he's not. He's not coming here to sling the ball all around the field. That's not his game. That's not how Josh McDaniels wants to operate with jimmy garoppolo so darren waller is not a good run blocking tight end and if that's the case you need to bring in somebody that's a good run blocking tight end that can give you the elements you're looking for to be a run first offense to be a ground and pound offense you weren't going to be able to do that with darren waller keep this in mind jimmy garoppolo is at the 49ers yes they had george kittle but George Kittle blocks his ass off. So, like, that, you can sit there and say that. You know what I mean? Like, you can have George Kittle. and have, If you have a guy like that with this type of offense, it works better than having Darren Waller, who has to come in and stint, play receiver role type of, because he's not that good of a blocker. And there you go. You know what I mean? So, that's where we're at right now. I mean, on the offensive side of the ball, it's head scratching, but you still have good pieces to tell me, okay, we can we can play with anybody. You still have the pieces. Now, what puzzles me in the second part of our guessing game in what the hell are the Raiders doing, what puzzles me is 
what type of moves are you making on the defensive side of the ball, bro? Like, let's frame this. Marcus Epps, cool. I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that because that gives you starter level production. He played a lot of snaps last year. You know what I mean? Pretty young. So cool. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Brandon facing. What the hell is that? Now, that's like a CB3 move. That's your cornerback three. Unless you, because this draft class is deep. So if you draft a corner in this draft class, I'll feel a little better. We'll wait. My aunt, my problem here, probably more than one corner, but my problem here is you give Robert Spillane nine million fucking dollars. Who the hell is that? Who is that? I don't know who that is. Like, bro, bro, but young up and coming. This man played part time starter and his coverage grade is a 40.3. Some shit like that. This man's not covering a soul. He's not covering a soul at all. It's still the linebacker room we have right now is trash. The worst linebacker room in the league, bro. You have Divine Diablo, Robert Spillane, uh, uh, um, whose buddy that played last year, uh, Luke Masterson, and Darian Butler. What happened to Jayon Brown? Is he gonna be cut, gone. on Brown is cut, gone. Nobody else is coming in here. Like at this point, if you sit here and tell me, okay, we'll draft a guy, that's fine. But you're are you are you dead ass serious that we're gonna sit here and say we're gonna draft a guy maybe in the second or third round and that's our linebacker core makeup? Because if you do that, that's it. And, and if you don't sign another linebacker, then you're looking at all the linebackers I just named with with a rookie. That's just, that's your addition. That's your linebacker room. I think they have enough draft picks, but they're gonna draft multiple corners. Multiple linebackers, at least two. That doesn't, but still, it don't constitute nothing. You're you're hoping on a rookie to sit here and give you starter level production. This is what I'm saying, and everything everything my pops is saying, yeah, might be true. But at the end of the day, y'all let me know. Does that constitute having a roster saying we're ready to compete? Hell no. Nah. You have a rookie playing here. You're hoping that gives you starter level production with a whole bunch of roll ass linebackers. No, that's not gonna work. It's not going to work. And not even to give you that, right? We're talking about the linebackers, and I'm tripping on the linebackers. The Raiders haven't even addressed the biggest need at all. You have, like, at all. I haven't seen nothing to give me no. Andrew Billings, still not under contract. So right now, your D-line room, your interior D-line room, consists of Matthew Butler and Neil Farrell Jr., which is trash which is trash it's garbage the max crosby is the only guy on this d line that can sit there and i have any confidence in chandler jones played okay in spots he plays good against the run but i'm not expecting an aging chandler jones to fuck around and almost give me 10 sacks i'm not expecting that so at the end of the day you need to bring in people that are going to impact the quarterback you have 14 draft picks, but like I'm saying, that free agency matters too. So now, because look, because this is why I'm saying this. You cannot sit there and say this is not a rebuild and make fucking rebuild moves. That's what I'm saying. That's the problem. Because you're, but that's stupid. The bear, the bears are sitting there saying, well, yeah, we're, you know, it is what it is. 
Because there are there there are organizations right now. There are organizations. I will tell you like this: there are organizations, us, the Titans, maybe some other teams that are not accepting this roster needs a complete overhaul. Complete overhaul. We cannot stay with this same roster. We want to continue to roll out some of these guys. Now, if you tell me that Josh McDaniels has about two years left, he has about a guaranteed two years. Him and Ziegler got this year and next year still. You know what I mean? And it was a three-year plan overall, and Mark is going to let them execute their three-year plan. Then if that's the case, sure. But, But the way the roster looks now, I can't see us winning more than six games. I swear to God, I, I don't see us winning more than six to seven games with this roster. I don't care what you tell me. The defense is terrible. Terrible. No way. You go to the, no way you're going to the playoffs with this defense. Sorry, it's not happening. You get Jimmy G, lateral move. So he can't cover up the deficiencies that are on the roster like a Patrick Mahomes can, like a Joe Burrow can, damn near like a Josh Allen can. They can cover deficiencies on their rosters because they're that good. But you don't make a lateral move at quarterback to cover that. So now you make a move that constitutes your quarterback needs a roster around him. If he's not the long-term solution, so the fuck be it. You know what I mean? So the fuck be it. He's not the long-term solution. Whatever. Did whatever. That's smoke though. I don't. I, at this point, I'm not, I'm tired of hearing all the Raiders could have did this, could have did this, and don't do nothing. Where? Uh, how many times the Raider fans? We always got to hear they should. They almost did this. They almost did that. At this point, it's about time for us to start making moves. Now, last year around this time, I will give Ziegler this. Last year, Ziegler waited out two to three days with the free agency and then landed us Devontae Adams. So in that regard, maybe we give him, maybe he likes to wait and he likes to scoop on people. You know what I mean? That that's later on in the free agency process and he can get a deal, a better deal done. Cool. You know, if that's the case, then that's the, then that's the case. You know, Darius Slade just got cut from the Eagles. So if you want to, if you want to do that, if you want to do that, you have to go ahead and grab, that as well let's see what the price tag looks like let's see what let's see what he you know is asking for i hope because if it, it can't be more than 10 million if, if you're trying to give this man more than 10 million we, we damn near only got what like 20 something left after the uh spillane signing that's probably like 20 15 something left so you can't be you can't shell out a lot of money but this is my thing you have about like 20 to fit. Let me look at the updated if I can see the updated. But for uh, this is a guesstimate. You have about 15 to 20 left, 15 to 20 million left. The majority you spent the majority of your cap space to me on bullshit. Like you the Jacoby Myers thing, cool. You know, Philip Dorsett, we needed a speedster. Cool. You know, Darren Waller, get rid of that. Where's the defensive help, bro? You know, where's the defensive help? I would have, me personally, I would have loved to see the Raiders go a a heavy free agency on the defensive side with a mix of of draft talent. You know what I mean? With a mix of draft talent, get it all in here, see what it looks like that year one, let it all stick together. And if that's the case, you know, we rock there. But it seems as though, they're going in a different direction. They're really molding this roster in their image, in their vision, which 
we're just here for the ride, bro. We got to hope that all these moves that they are making are moves that, you know, constitute long standing success. Because right now, I mean, it seems like they're tearing it down to build it anew. And that's what that's what it seems. That's what it seems. Um, I just wish that, you know, I just wish that it was made more clear because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, what I've seen from this regime to end it off, what I've seen for this regime is that they're definitely not going to tell you what the hell they're thinking. They're not going to tell you what the hell they're thinking. They might be bro. I mean, if I don't want to say it like this, but how else can I frame it? Josh McDaniels, damn near, he basically lied to all of our fucking faces about Darren Waller. So you really think that he's going to sit there and try to tell us what the hell, him and Ziegler are going to tell us what the hell they're doing? Not at all. Not at all. You know, so at the end of the day, they sat there and and they're going to do what they think is best for the team. We have to hope that what these dudes are doing is the right thing. So... You know that here. Here's to day three of our coverage, man. I, I'm gonna be back again with another video tomorrow if something happens. Stay tuned, everybody. Stay right. Um, pops will be here with me tomorrow too, so we'll get a full scope of talking about the whole thing. Uh, tomorrow, you know, I have my special guests on my pops tomorrow, and uh, you know, we'll just get into everything that happened these last three days, and if something happens big today, um, stay tuned and let's stay with let's stay up on current events, man. So. Once again, it is the Sick Podcast with the Raiders recap. Make sure y'all tapping on that like and subscribe button, man. And, uh, you know, keep rocking with us. So go ahead, play me out, and I'm going to tap in with y'all next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.